Hey, it's Lucas Walker from Gorgeous. I filmed this episode with Sue from Bird Food for People back in early February in New York City. Obviously, this was before COVID hit. We talked about trade show season kicking up, but that's totally out the window. Sue made a really good point of working together, especially as small businesses and entrepreneurs. It goes such a long way in being able to really go farther together. Even if it's somebody who's a competitor, you never know when you're going to have to work together. Before we get jump into the episode, I really want to thank all of our partners, many of whom are competitive. Partners like Privy, Clavio, Omnisend, and so many more who have given very generous offers to come together for the e-commerce community at ecommercestimulus.com. Whether you're looking to enhance your tech stack, you've seen a downturn in sales, or you're moving online for the first time, a lot of the e-commerce partners are here to help you out. So go check that out and enjoy this episode of the e-commerce podcast. Hey, what's up? It's Lucas here filming the episode of the e-commerce swipe file in New York. I am joined by Sue, founder of Bird Food for People. I just ate some of their snacks. <laughs> Very delicious. It's uh, gluten-free, sugar-free. Nut-free. Nut-free, vegan-friendly. Vegan-friendly and hella tasty, first and foremost. <laughs> a perfect snack. It doesn't matter if you're just going, going on a hike and you want something for the trails or hanging out drinking some beers and you want something a little bit more healthy than the pretzels and chips, definitely check them out. Funnily enough, I've done a lot of selling snacks and packaged goods, but for our canine friends, so Sue and I were actually talking a lot about uh, the industry and the challenge. Mm -hmm. So Sue, mm -hmm. what's your tip for founders, especially as we're getting into the, the season where, like me, we're, we're on the road a lot. Yep. How, what would you do to kind of survive trade show season, avoid some of those awkward moments? What would you say the best thing you can do is? Sure thing. So it is trade show season, Expo's coming right up, Fancy Foods just happened. So as you walk the floors and you're at your booth, there's a good chance that you'll run into founders of companies that you view as competitors in your space. And I would just encourage everyone to uh, smile, be friendly, have a conversation, because I bet you that the people that you view as your competition probably aren't your actual competition, and that you guys share more challenges in common that you can work together on than anything else. I promise most people are really, really nice. And yeah, you don't have to be competitive. We can all just be collaborative instead. Absolutely, and I could not agree more. <laughs> you just get so much more out of collaborating versus competing. Yeah. And even things that people don't even think about, like let's say you've got a big PO with Walmart or whatever the company is, and all of a sudden you can't make that PO and they're gonna start loving fines on you for every day that you miss it. If you can come to them with a replacement, get someone in there to take your place even temporarily, yeah. maybe not in Walmart, but if you're focusing all your efforts elsewhere and you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, it's a lot better to be able to call up your competition, have them owe you one, than to be stuck trying to compete and screw them, screw them over, throw them under the bus, and hopefully they do the same for you. Exactly, and to be honest, we're all just trying to innovate a little bit in our product categories. Like for example, my product is basically a healthier version of what already exists in a shelf uh, that's filled with like sugar-packed products that actually don't have that much nutrients, right? So there's a few other companies who are doing similar types of things. Our branding might be different, but our value props are pretty aligned. So when we get to collaborate with each other, that means that we're creating a new product category together. So none of us have to be the first one in a store. Uh, we can all kind of work on consumer education together. So yeah, there's a lot more commonality, I think, than uh, people might think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Really, when you take a step back, the competition isn't 
the other premium natural snack. Mm -hmm. It's the big box brands using yeah. five different kinds of sugar, but they're cutting it so the sugar doesn't <laughs> be the first ingredient, but meanwhile exactly. they've got honey molasses, liquid cane sugar, and beet sugar as ingredients two through seven. Exactly, and yeah, I mean, sugar's not bad. I just rather save it for an actual cookie as opposed to some BS healthy thing that still has 20 grams of sugar. Um, but yeah, I think like for me personally, I was a little intimidated going to a brand that I knew existed. We had a bunch of commonalities and I was a little nervous to be honest. It was my first time going to a trade show and I was just so blown away by once you go in with the intention of like collaboration and mutual respect, what a positive feedback you get as a result as well. And yeah, so there's no need to, to, to be not nice to each other. I no, guess. <laughs> it makes everything a lot, lot easier, especially yeah. when you're seeing the same people at different trade shows oh, yeah. over and over again. It's a, it's a small industry. Reputation matters a lot. And mm -hmm. um, who knows? I mean, I hope everyone's brands are super successful, but more likely than not, this is not your first and only brand that you'll ever do in your life. So I think just for the long game, um, having a good reputation in the industry, playing well with others. I mean, the playground rules <laughs> still yeah. apply in adulthood, you know? It's so true though, and it's to your point of five yeah. years from now, the whole landscapes will look very different. Exactly. Maybe you're merging with someone who was a huge competitor, but you don't know that. And if you were kind of a dick to them, or they were dick to you, you're not gonna want to do that. Exactly. You catch more uh, consumers with bird food than granola, you know, That's whatever. True. <laughs> so, cool. Sue, thanks so much. Where can people find yeah. you? Where can they find, uh, find bird food? Okay, awesome. Well, you can find us in stores uh, on the East Coast, um, anywhere from, I think, Maine all the way down to Philly right now. We're in New York, we're in Forger's Market, Mecklenburg's, Green Grape, um, West Coast. Uh, look out for us. We're coming your way. Uh, we're at the Pop Up Grocer in LA right now, and you can always find us on our website at eatbirdfood.com e-a-t-b-y-r-d-f-o-o-d.com and instagram is also at eatbirdfood so check us out thanks awesome thanks so much for coming on all right grab some bird food <laughs> binge the entire series of the ecom sci-fi and if you're on youtube make sure you smash that like button if you're on apple Podcasts, five star reviews only no four under five stars only Hey, thanks so much for watching, listening to the vlogcast, e-commerce swipe file, every episode, one super tactical takeaway for you as an e-commerce entrepreneur, something that you can do in your store to start generating more revenue today.